Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So we're going to start off this uh, Easter Sunday here with uh, with a joke. All right. Uh oh. I would like to know why people paint eggs at Easter. Oh, why? Because it's much easier than wallpapering them. Ugh, that was worse than Lep's one this morning. (laughs) Our eggs aren't painted; they're dyed. Well, you could paint. You could. Well, I mean. Were they ever alive to begin with? Oh, don't start They're with that yet. question. <laughs> <laughs> they are little chicken embryos. But they did come before the chicken. Yes. Eggs yeah. have been around a lot chicken longer was than chicken. Pissed at him too. No, I don't no, I don't believe that. What? Okay. So, so are, are we saying that we shouldn't tell Easter egg jokes because they might crack you up? Oh, mm. stop yoking mm. around. Well, Mm, this is bad. Uh, do something, think, but nothing happens. Do something better. We're gonna lose. We're gonna, we're losing people right now. Let's <laughs> bring listeners in. Let's bring listeners in to the Off Track Syndicate with Melissa Sippy, Kinsey Amtrak Richard, Richards, the guy with the really long name, Lord Reverend Professor Rusty J Lugnuts. I thought he was a captain too, and then. Knights who say knee, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Knights who say knee. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. I should put that in my name. I'm a reverend also. Yep. Been over a year now. Yep. What and a lady because I have Lafroy, uh, whis- uh whiskey. Hmm? What What do you revere if you're a reverend? Um, life. <laughs> I don't know. That was a. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting such a deep question. <laughs> well, <clears throat> okay, all right. So, what's everybody been doing? I spent the last week with my uh, son and grandson. Um, 
And then before that, I was camping when I wasn't on the show with y'all. That's uh, not true. You were on the show. Well, okay, the, I call. I called in. You called into the you know the the most difficult version of the blank game call in ever. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad at that game. He got a surprisingly high number of points for the questions to be so hard, like he was complaining about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then he then he complains that he was cheated or something. But you know, of, of, of like the last three shows or so, where we had almost had tie scores of zero to zero, and then Rusty and Timmy come in and get like fifteen points. Well, right. Rusty's heart is in it. Rusty has um, skin in the game. Yeah, Rusty uh, has a heart on for the blank game. Uh, um, but be so horny. I just wanted to tell y'all about this when we when we went to uh, uh, to get Russell and the grandson from from the airport. We were over at baggage claim, and uh, there was a woman passed out on the baggage conveyor. Really? Somebody claimed her. Yeah, and she slowly came around. Ah. Oh. Uh, where's the thing that okay what yours was better than mine i'll say that mm. Mm. Yeah. i'm a broadcast professional <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's setting the bar low chris i know yeah i know it is yeah. it's like that one where i stayed up all night thinking about the sun and then it dawned on me. Oh, yep. that's a good one. So yeah, my, my day today has been filled with uh, Easter egg hunts. I had one with the kids this morning, and went over to my brothers and had a ridiculously large Easter egg hunt at their place because we had a bunch of eggs and he had a bunch of eggs and just wrapped his entire house with the whole yard with eggs. That's awesome. That's festive. I like that. <laughs> We had a small Easter egg hunt, and then after that, I grabbed my stuff and went to the truck and drove down the road. Well, got to go to work. Yeah. Um, so to uh, play off this um, Easter egg hunt, uh, the assistant manager of the Green in Beaver Creek, Ohio, has said there will be no plans for egg hunts in the future. After an egg hunt went very awry on April 2nd, the Dayton Daily News reported that the activity, which was planned as a well-choreographed event for children, was ruined when people didn't listen to directions, and instead, during the time period restricted to one- and two-year-olds, adults ran out to hunt eggs, which prompted a free-for-all. Some people even allegedly pushing children out of the way, women getting, getting uh, pushed, pushed and knocked around by bigger guys, uh, and this is absolutely unacceptable behavior. Officials said we feel the community will be better without the hunt in the future. So, so the question is: Were they actual eggs, like hard boiled, or were they eggs filled with like coins or or prizes or something? That's a good question. And they don't say that. It was oh, just. I don't think imagine that's the it question. was. Or were I'm, they parents of these one to two year olds? Yeah, yeah, the parents. Uh, I'm just, just ridiculous. Yeah, just they, they probably should have just updated the uh, properly updated the community announcement billboard and said that this is the 12th 
annual Easter egg hunt, not the twelfth annual Easter egg hunt. Well, well, if it, if it was April second, it was a Sunday. Maybe it was a bunch of parents that just had mimosas, like a crazy yeah. amount of mimosas. Well, no, it's just the, the 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 parents of today how they're so protective and they want their kid to. So you know, the little ones are kind of toddling out there and they're not really getting. And then they see uh, Melissa and and her baby girl and they're and they're going for all the eggs and mine's not getting it. Well, I got to go and you know. Everything not is me. overly competitive. Not you, I, <laughs> not you per se, but uh, don't don't touch her eggs, Rusty. Well, <laughs> everything is ridiculously over competitive, and it's it's uh, it it ruins a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah, it's been it's been building up over the years. I remember being in little league, and uh, the dads uh, of the some of the kids, you know, they're just screaming. At the umpires and stuff, and you oh, know, yeah. having to get, you know, having to have the cops called and remove the guy from the stands, you know, because he's cussing in a bu- in front of a bunch of eight and nine year olds. Just eh. yeah, I remember that same crap. Except it was our coach who was out there yelling and screaming at, at the ump, and they ended up calling the game, and we went home early. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I had something like that too. Uh, yeah, my coach got kicked off the field because he yeah. was just. Well, I kind of. I kind of don't condone it. I kind of understand it for the coach because he's invested time in these kids. And if he feels like somebody's getting cheated, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But the parents, you don't need to say nothing. You need to sit there and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. You uh, tell any kid that whenever they're screaming for or in defense of their child. What do you what do you guys think about kids playing football nowadays? Do you think it's safer than it used to be? Do you think it's okay? Would you let your kid play football? No. What, uh, what age? Twelve, because, thirteen. Because now in in our area there are what was it uh, fourth graders? Mm-hmm. Playing, uh, fourth or fifth graders playing football. They started it out with uh, flag football. But now it's just full pads, all that stuff. And I've seen a lot of kids with concussions young like that. And I'm like, yeah. mm, nope, mm-mm. Yeah. nope, don't want it. Not not with all of the recent buildup of uh, what concussions do that we didn't know in the past and how much it affects them and uh, affects everybody. I mean, you know, anybody, any age. So you start doing that that young and you get two or three or four concussions, you don't know what kind of damage you're setting up for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but didn't we have less concussions whenever we had less padding back in the days? No. I don't think so. But, but, no, less reported. So yeah. it might be less documented, but it definitely was not safer before. But also, I, I think at, at that time, I, you're I didn't talking say Kinsey. Kinsey, I think at that time, though, too, there was much less focus on conditioning and getting yourself at a point where you can hit the guy as hard as you can to knock them the F out. Uh, to to put them down, as opposed to now, where that's yeah, a but I, I I thought we had focused. more concussions in like our modern day football as there is from like the modern day rugby sports and other stuff like that with less padding because the athlete realizes this is going to hurt it's gonna and hurt is better prepared for the impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. It's a game. Well, my shoulder can take the hit. His head can whatever. <laughs> so baseball changed. I heard. 
I haven't watched it in a while, but uh, I heard it's a lot better. What? Well, Well, they they changed the rules. Now, uh, pitchers and hitters have a clock. You know, a pitcher can't just sit there and think for a while. A a hitter can't just, you know, keep tapping his shoes with his bat. Like, there's a clock now. And uh, they have, I think it's a 20-second clock. I don't know. I could be wrong because I don't watch baseball anymore, but I heard about this. It's like a play clock. Yes. And the bases are bigger, so it's easier to steal. And I I guess it's also safer. And I think the goal of it was to speed up the time it takes for a baseball game and to make it a little bit more exciting than it normally is. So Baseball on TV is not exciting at all. In person, much different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On TV is... Yeah, the baseball crowd. I mean, I grew up going going to Fenway and stuff, and you know, I loved going to the games. You got to go to Fenway a few times. The last time I was there, two thousand what was two thousand eight was the last time I was there. But um, yeah, sat up right up on the Green Monster. Man, it was pretty fun. I've seen a few games at what used to be the old Atlanta Stadium. I don't. I don't know if they tore it down or built another one or did something over there, but uh, yeah, it was definitely to me it was exciting because I played uh, I played baseball, so you know it was really something for me to to be able to go. You know, mm-hmm. I've been to one pro game my entire life, and that was the Royals. Is that uh, Kansas almost City? Twenty years ago now, yeah, yeah, that's uh, it. It's it's Kansas City or Denver or is is my closest pro ball game a pro ball team. That's it. And uh, uh, so it was just baseball. You never went to a pro football or nope. hockey no, or anything. No, nope. hockey. No, hockey. <laughs> I, I'm fr- I don't know. We're not that far from Canada. Bruins. I don't, I don't know the levels, but we don't have a pro team. But we have something here locally for hockey, which it's okay. It's really not my thing, but. Mm. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. Kathy and the Berg. Been to many New York Mets games. Oh my gosh. 1986, awesome. Kathy. 1986. <laughs> I, I want to throw this in here, coming back to the uh, Easter egg hunts. It, now, I was already convinced these kids are mine, but helping, they, they helped fill the Easter eggs for the, the hunt we had at my brother's house this afternoon. We mm-hmm. were filling them yesterday. One of my kids printed off a $100 bill. Uh, on the on the printer and put it in there in hopes that one of his cousins would would find it and then my daughter put a a a packet of salt into one of the eggs in hopes that one of her cousins would find it Uh. they did uh my nephew got the hundred dollar bill the fake hundred dollar bill it was all folded up did i really get a hundred dollars unfolds it and on the back it says this isn't real ha 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 and he's <laughs> and then one of my nieces got the egg with the salt packet in it. Is this sugar? And opens it up, and and it was popcorn salt, little packets of popcorn salt. So uh. real fine. Yeah, no, it's not sugar. These were mini salt. What the hell? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that you could get a printer to print off hundred dollar bill. I I had heard that there was some sort of algorithm. It's a side Shh. business, Rusty. Don't oh, tell anybody. Gosh, this was a secret just for just for. I us. haven't heard an algorithm. Well, don't worry, nobody's listening. So you don't. Have to, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, heard, true. I heard there's something that actually makes it the wrong size when it prints out if you're actually directly copying one. Could be, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just he printed off the front side of one and. So it was funny. They they got their laugh out of it. Mm. And then the other kid, he's just crazy. So yeah, he's mine. Hey, uh, everybody! The, all those hundreds of people uh, watching, hit the like button uh, under here for us, if you would. And Grumpy maybe, stack. Even the, maybe even the subscribe and mm. hit the little bell too. You know, that way you get notifications when you forget to be here. 8 p.m. 7 central on Sundays. On YouTube and Rumble. Mm-hmm. You can listen to us after the fact on Spreaker. Mojo no, really. What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we have something else we wanted to share, right, Rusty? There was uh, something we wanted to show off. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am formally announcing uh, my. Uh, I'm going to run for president, y'all. Yeah. That is great. Yes. Um, we I, need. Yes, a rusty president would be an improvement. Just saying. So, well, yeah, well you, I mean, if you're going to promote yourself, you should have a good campaign slogan like "Kick Everything." So, Something like that. No. No. That guy. Ugh. We need some lug nuts. I like that. I like that. We'll need some lug nuts. At shop.offtracksyndicate.com. You can get yourself a Rusty for President, or sorry, Lug Nuts for President 2024 mug for the low, low price of, no, we'll just say it's it's under $15. Yes, it is. There you go. You see right there at the top, if you use code OFFTRACK at checkout, You'll get five percent more off. I mean, that's the kind of savings that I'm talking about right there. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. However much that amounts to off, I don't know. Do yeah, do, don't. do you have a platform prepared or a party? I'm I'm getting one. I've got some uh, two by sixes uh, and some um, <laughs> one buys that I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna be putting that together. Rusty one buys aren't gonna support that kind of weight. You, you may want to go two by twelve. Are are you running your own party, or are you going to go dem or rep? No, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm independent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's going to be man. a party, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be alcohol. I'm there. Yeah. Yes, and with that, I want to say, alcohol, the source of and solution to all of life's problems. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, so coming back to this here, you can get a a, a mug. You can get a water bottle with Uh, Rusty's mug. Uh, There's a tumbler. uh, There's T-shirts, a women's, a men's, all kinds of fun stuff. 
for Rusty for president. Yeah, we just got a classic women's tee because the the V-neck that they want us to use is so dang expensive. Yeah, yeah. they are. If you want a V-neck, just cut it down the middle. Yeah, there you go. Like, cut it like low, the, too, ladies. Cut right? it low. Cut it low. So, again, shop.offtracksyndicate.com, like it says here. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> uh, Grumpy Stack says, President of Dog Catchers? I'm everybody. I'll be everybody's president, Grumpy. Come on. <laughs> Roger Rabbit says, The Panty Party? While I... The panty? I thought I said pantry. I need to put my glasses back on. Yeah, I... <laughs> Carly Sagan. Yo, what's up, Carly? Who's Carly Sagan? I don't know, but hey, glad you're here. Yes. I like the <clears> name. <throat> Sounds sciencey and shit. Yes, the pants off party. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, believe it or not, have no pants on right now. All right, yeah, give we it, believe it. Give it to me a couple of times and a couple of different ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Angie says she'd vote for me. Uh yeah, there's the mm. there's the uh, Rusty's pants off party because I eat ass. No, yeah. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, have you had enough of this yet, Rusty? Hi, Carly. No, I said hi, Carly. Come on. <laughs> no, she was saying you forgot Carly. Say no. I gotcha. Yes. Hey, Mikey. Happy birthday. Hey, Belated birthday, Mikey. Dang, it's Peter's. Sorry. Are you guys familiar with the, uh, the the people that mount like a uh, horns on the front of their vehicle? I don't know about a full like deer head, but uh, no, know, like, I know. Um, like in Texas, horns. a lot have the steers on the front of their yeah. trucks. You mean like Boss Hog off the Dukes of Hazard? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, in uh, in Beaver Country, mm. in uh, Pennsylvania, earlier this uh, this last week. Yeah. According to Carroll Township Police Department, police received a call about seeing a stolen bus being driven by Tony Saunders. Hmm? Uh, yeah. Uh, they they got other calls in, in a couple of other counties as well to be on the lookout for it. Uh, officers on patrol spotted the stolen bus driving through a Giant Foods and Rite Aid parking lot. They uh, pulled him over. And where was the spot I needed to? Come up here. Okay, here we go. Police say that Saunders was then arrested while nude. Hmm? Driving a mm-hmm. bus nude? And later admitted to taking the bus earlier Tuesday morning after crashing a BMW vehicle. Yes. The reason I ask about the horns is this gentleman also had a dead deer in the school bus with him. Deers <laughs> don't have horns. They have antlers. Uh, they... <laughs> what you have on right now looks more like horns. Kinsey, come on. Um, so he was naked driving a bus. Naked driving a stolen school bus with a dead deer on board. Where's my gay ISIS flag? Um, it's butt cheeks sticking to the... There's, oh, there's All right, so I have a little bit more uh, on that. This is the uh, story. So You would. Earlier... <laughs> Early that morning, officers had stopped Saunders on suspicion of burglary the day before. In the trunk of his BMW, he had a dead deer. When a trooper went to open the rear door, Sanders sped away and eventually got stuck on railroad tracks. 
He left the car, ran into a wooded area. Later that day, a school bus was reported stolen from Abbottstown, and again, police gave chase. Saunders finally ran away from the bus and through parking lots, shedding his clothing as he fled. He was nude when arrested. At some point, he had transferred the dead deer into the school bus, where he told them he was going to use it for garden fertilizer. I don't. There's so many things I don't understand about that. (laughs) I don't recommend a dead deer as fertilizer for your garden. Uh, Stick to plant material. Not animal material. Yeah, I, and if you're going to be mm-hmm. naked, stay home. But why? Why was he shedding his clothes while he was being chased? What does that mean? Uh, they wouldn't yeah. recognize him without him. The only thing that I can figure is that it would be alcohol. <laughs> the source. No, I, no, I agree with Grumpy Stack. That's messed up. <laughs> Who goes deer? So the BMW he was driving first with the dead deer in the back. Yeah. Okay, who goes who drives a BMW and goes hunting with that BMW? Didn't say he went hunting. He may have found it roadside and thought, Hey, that'll go great in my garden. Or he might have hit it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, with the beamer. You know, it's illegal. no damage. In, or, in a lot of states, Alabama I know, it's illegal for you to take a deer, even even if you kill it with your car, it's illegal for you to then take that deer for meat. It's sad to say, really? but it's possible if he was messed up Government uh, that he saw a dead deer on the side of the road and he wanted to hit that. Ooh. Wow. Oh, Which yeah. would explain the nakedness. Yes. But stop pretending you're not a freak. He would have grabbed the horns because he was... Yeah. Well, that's... Did I miss that? That's a whole new meaning to taking the animal by the horns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so horny. <laughs> you know why cows wear bells around their neck? Because their horns don't work. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Boo. See what I started here. Yeah, you started this. I did. I did. Well, you know, it might be that he was he was hurting for, you know, food. And, you know, he really was going to take it home. He just didn't. Driving a Beamer. All right. Come on back after this commercial break. We'll be back. Maybe talk about something that matters. Let's talk about Bud Light. Not likely. Okay. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for less than a dollar a day. For real. With no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happened. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For less than a dollar a day with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the home security hotline right now. 800-561-2351. 800-561-2351. Again, 800-561-2351. 
Again, that's 800-561-2351. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. American Pride Roasters. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Take one. This is Amy What's-Her-Face, and you're listening to Off Track Send a... <laughs> Sorry, take two. Okay. <laughs> Why haven't you heard of this show by now? Oh, I'm going to keep going. Um, all right. I think I got it. Take 12. Hi, this is Amy What's-Her-Face. I'm listening. Oh, wait, no. Oh, what am I supposed to say? Okay. All right. Don't screw that one up either. Should I say Amy What's-Her-Face? What are you doing? Just pretend you didn't see that. Take 34. Hi, this is Amy What's-Her-Face. You haven't heard of this show? What are you doing? You're listening to Off-Track Syndicate. Hold on. Let me go back. Hold on. All right. Uh, who's going to do what? You two you are battling know, it out over there. Good, nice. good promos are not that hard. had to work with her <laughs> thanks amy i don't know if she's listening but that was a good one yeah <laughs> so how about this we're going to start out a little uh, weird in uh, 2016 a michigan-based priest named gerald johnson suffered a heart attack he says he had a near-death experience that sent him somewhere he never thought he'd visit hell mm, a priest yeah visiting hell that? oh <laughs> who'd have thunk it was he just visiting? Well, he did just visit because it was a near-death, not a complete death experience. He came back and went to TikTok. So take this you know, with a grain of salt. Uh, but uh, he says, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I don't care what he did to me. No one deserves that. Okay. Johnson says that immediately after his heart attack, his spirit left his physical body, went down to hell, entering through the very center of the earth. And he saw things that are indescribable. Uh, so how he does did, he describe it? Well, he, he did his best. Oh. Uh, he claimed he saw a man walking on all fours like a dog, getting burned from head to toe. His hmm. eyes were bulging, and worse than that, he was wearing chains on his neck. He was like a hellhound, a demon holding the... There was a demon holding the chains. Worse and than I that. bet... And he was... They were forcing him to listen to Bon Jovi. No, well, Nickelback. That's Horrible. Well, uh, he said that he also heard music in hell. There you go. Uh, Kinsey, do you have any guesses uh, as to what the hell the, sound, the hell soundtrack would be? Bruce Springsteen. Um, probably the uh, either Barney or Baby Shark or perhaps the... Baby the whole, Shark. Uh, yeah, yeah, or the song that never ends. That would sound terrible, yeah. Uh, but Johnson... <laughs> Johnson heard Rihanna's Umbrella hmm. and Bobby like McFerrin's song. Don't Worry, Be Happy. 
Mm-mm. traditionally upbeat tunes, only this time the demons were singing the songs to torture people. Oh, my God. Flag on the play. I mean, mentally speaking, wouldn't that make sense? Songs that should be upbeat and positive being sung by demons that are torturing you? Wouldn't that really make it all that much worse? I don't buy it. Nope. It, it, it would be almost like the, the, the same concept as all of those little kid song things in the horror movies, right? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what was it? Uh, um, darn it. Uh, the Shining? The little girl yes. Singing during that? Yeah. Mm. And the Lost Boys Cry Little Sister? Yeah. When they're singing uh, prayers? Yeah. Uh, so, you know the the uh, rhyme or whatever it is rockabye baby that's kind of a dark little nursery rhyme <laughs> yeah. only if you listen to the words right? yeah yeah and london bridge yeah that too uh, he says that uh, his hellacious near-death experience made him realize he needed to forgive people who had wronged him instead of hoping for their punishment which i mean if you were just sitting there hoping for people to be punished for their wrongdoings yeah you're probably doing something wrong Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that the the uh, Rihanna's umbrella and Bobby McFerrin's "Don't Worry, Be Happy" in hell just yeah kind of caught my attention. <laughs> I would like to know uh, where he where this all took place. Where was he at when he had the heart attack? And then I would like to know what was on what was playing on what radio stations and stuff because I have a feeling yeah this was all uh, just a terrible terrible subconscious dream or whatever that he fell into when he had this heart attack and yeah i don't nope don't buy it that's possible uh, I, I don't know there's no mention of that about the uh, background music as they tried to resuscitate him what so state was this in michigan this was i don't know michigan yes okay so, are, are are you upset then, Mr. Lord Reverend Professor Rusty J. Lugnuts, that, mm-hmm. that if a priest may have went there, that you may be in danger yourself? Or No. No? Nope. No, he's good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, all right, Mel, what, uh, you had something you wanted to uh, discuss? I think we're done with Chris. Yeah, we're done. We're done. I guess. Do you have yeah. anything else, Chris? No. no yeah, that's... It was creepy AF. I'm going to have nightmares about umbrellas and being happy. About Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so what does everybody think about this? Because I just heard of this this last week with the Kid Rock and everything with the Bud Light scandal. Bud Light scandal? Bud Light. Not scandal, later? but thing. Bud Light's it's, in the news. It's not a scandal. You know, Whatever. It, it, it's a it's a bad marketing plan. Is it really a major troll like a lot of people are making it out? It really is. Because when I found out about um, all of these celebrities, I think it was Kid Rock, Travis Tritt. Um, I don't know who else, but they were saying they were. I, I saw on Facebook a lot, boycott, boycott, boycott Bud Light because they're selling rainbow cans or putting transgender people on their cans. And then what I read about it, it was just a thing from March Madness. It was a contest, and they're not changing their cans. It's not even on the Bud Light website. And I think the media ran away with this, and um, 
I just really turned it into a fuster club. Yeah. 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 But but it shows people's hate. Like there's so much. Yeah, I don't I don't care, to be honest with you. Fine, they want him as a spot. I don't drink beer anyway, but I don't actually bed light. What they do, you know, they wanna that's fine. I don't doesn't bother me none. I don't know why. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I think the uh, hypocrisy that I've seen, at least in people that I know, has been really funny. Because, the, the okay, Travis Tritt didn't come out and go shooting up a bunch of cans of Bud Light and tell him to F off, that kind of thing. Uh, what he said was, okay, well, in, in my hospitality agreement in my contracts, I'm not going to ask for Anheuser-Busch products anymore. So, and, and he can do that. He he can say, you know, these are the these are the things that I want. If I want all green M and M's or whatever, that's things he can do. He can say, I don't want Anheuser Busch products anymore. That's right. And people are turning around saying, oh, well, that's terrible. I'm gonna I'm I'm not gonna listen to Travis Tritt anymore. You're not gonna listen to Travis Tritt anymore because he's not going to uh, use their product anymore. That's the same. You're doing the same thing that he's doing. It's the it's same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's you, you can do it. It's fine. That, that's small minded. That's, but they don't see it that way. No, it's, because they're not. They're not looking. They're taking a headline or a piece of a headline, and they're just running with it and and putting all of their drama into it. And and I see a lot of, especially people on the right, just taking it and run with it. And I thought that one of the rights, um. I guess not platform. I don't know what you say. Uh, uh, snowflakes make fun of liberals or leftist snowflakes, but it seems like so many on the right are being so snowflake about it. Like, yeah. uh, well, uh, just you don't have to, you don't, ha- you know, turn off the TV or, you know, whatever. You don't have to buy Bud Light if you don't want to, but this, all of this boycott stuff is. Um, well, like, it's all virtue signaling. That's it all, is virtuous. All this other, oh, wow, look at me. I'm doing this because, you know, this is what I, you know what? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't it care was, what your was, freaking virtue, what, what you consider virtuous. I don't care. Leave me the hell alone. I'll leave you the hell alone. It was bound to happen, though, at some point in time because the pendulum only swings so far one way before somebody on the other side wants to react in the same manner and bring everything back. Yeah. We've been listening to Snowflakes Meltdown for how long? For Ever. people going absolutely cra- ape, ape, ape shit. For vegans to, you know, tell everybody that they're a vegan like 20 times in one conversation. Mm-hmm. And runners. Runners do that, too. But um, no, no, Kenzie, you're right. Uh, you're right when you talk about that, the, especially the pendulum, because when we talk about uh, transgender or or the, just the topic of sex and gender, the the way left people have totally overcorrected or try, or are trying to really put that really put it out there is like if you don't believe in this you're wrong like they totally dramatized it and how i see it i i could talk about the science of sex but it's really complicated like being assigned at birth because there are intersex 
births where doctors have to make a decision, blah, blah. I'm not going to talk about that because I'm more of a social scientist. So gender, there aren't two genders. In from how I see it, there aren't two genders. Gender is is based on the largest sex organ. And the largest sex organ is your brain. And when they talk about gender, men and like all women aren't the same. All men aren't the same. So it's not that binary. Have you met women? You have some women that like to wear dresses, sandals and lipstick. And then you have other females that like to wear cowboy boots, drive Jeeps and shoot guns. You have some straight men that like to get pedicures and you have some straight men that are lumberjacks. That's what they mean. That's what a social scientist means about the fluidity of gender. Like all but, straight men don't have the same penis size. All straight men don't like sex the same exact way. And that's what that is the definition now of gender. But, but they have we still, it so far out of proportion from that. And that's what they and, and they make it and they over dramatized it. We've known this for years. Women were tomboys. But now yeah. everybody now now the far left, they want they want a name for everything. They want a label yes. for everything. Because look yeah. at me, I'm special. Yeah. But aren't we aren't we still arguing about a spectrum that's got two distinct points on it, one on either end and we're just somewhere in the middle? Everybody is like I. I don't know. Do you know two people exactly the same? Nope. No, I don't know. To even whenever you find uh, find fraternal twins, identical twins, they still are not exactly the same. Mm-mm. That's right. No, right. they they're, 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 genetically they're different fraternal. genders from each other either. Yeah, but there's a set of identical twins. One's gay. One's not. Well, guess what? It's not in the DNA structure. Somehow it's not because they both got the same DNA. Where, where, where I am firm on my uh, whatever beliefs in all this is just throw out a couple facts here. One, when you get 18 years old, you should be able to do whatever you want to get stuff cut off. You want to be able to do that. What, you know, whatever. Fine. Mm-hmm. You want to do it. Fine. You don't do it to children. You do not do hormone anything, nothing to a child. Nothing. Even even if you think the child is actually a transgender yes. what whatever whatever you if think. If you which, do something to bullshit. that child by the time that they reach their maturity, their 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 actual development Puberty is their sexualities, their puberty. Mm-hmm. They're even if they want the transition surgery, they're going to be lacking the material they need to be able to have it done right. Yeah, uh, grumpy yeah. stack. Yeah, they have changed the definition and definitions keep changing. Language, yeah. language keeps changing. The definitions keep changing based on where we are in society. Society dictates the language, and mm-hmm. we've seen that. No. I mean, yeah. literally means figuratively. I mean, to me, 18's too young. You do not know what you freaking want at 18 years old. I don't care who you are or what you thought you were at 18 years old. You didn't well, know. Until one you to me are two different things. Yeah. yeah. You didn't. You did not know what you wanted at 18 years old. You might have thought you did. You might even think now you thought you did. You did not. Well, adolescence doesn't end until your late 20s. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, but whatever. But yeah, knights um, needs and wants. Yeah, two entirely <clears throat> different things. And I, I've just got to say, so you said they, they're not changing all their cans. They haven't. They haven't changed their cans. Is that right? No, no not way. that I've seen. It was just that one that he sent to. I can't even. Dylan is it the name Dylan something? Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, right. they sent her her whatever sent her the can as appreciation for for participating in the contest that they were having um and she was because it's a tiktok influencer they chose her and they sent her a can and then she blasted it out on social media put it on tiktok and everything like she was supposed to do they made a can especially for her it's not they're not changing their cans with the rainbow flag and with her image on it or anything it was just a promotion for that particular contest so so i I just want to point out here bud light hasn't changed their cans but neither has dylan i don't know i haven't seen his cans her cans i don't know I just got to know. Uh, He's a dude in a dress. Is what you, is. Melissa, do you like it in the can? Bud Light? I don't drink berry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. You know, I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> Haven't changed my stance on that. Um, so, what do you guys think about uh, drag shows, family friendly drag shows? No such thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There are. No, there are. How, I was going to have not, to say, how are you going to define a family-friendly drag show? Where All men right. dress in women's clothing, and then they perform, they sing songs, yeah. they sing cover songs. Yes. Okay. That's well, it. Well, They're theatrical. Well, they just dress like women. And stripping is involved in these. No, not in a family-friendly yeah, one. Drag. And they don't even, I haven't been to a regular drag show that they even strip. They don't no. do that. Part of the thing is they're, they're, Original bits are all covered up, and they're impersonating a woman. Yeah, they're impersonating a woman. This whole this whole stripping and dancing provocatively—that's all new they, within the last. Yeah, like, that, that's whatever. not what a drag and show does. So, so, no, so I've been. So actually, if, if people want to, if they're worried about having children look at uh, being at a show that is very sexual and provocative, have you been to a Kiss concert? Uh, have you been how many how dressed many? up uh, have you been to a concert in the 80s where they have long hair and spandex and makeup <laughs> yeah or i can honestly any, say no yeah any of the britney spears concerts way any, more sexual than a family-friendly drag show just say it oh yeah oh yeah uh, uh any i'm sure any of your rihanna or uh whatever you know all of that uh was it janet jackson on national tv and the whole boob thing, you know, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, okay. and, and okay. even the Martin but Super Bowls, J-Lo. And- every, everything you're describing here, the parent, uh, nobody's going nobody's gonna to say the parents can't decide for their kids. The parents can't. It's, it's too, uh, too much of a step in the wrong direction for the parents to say, no, you can't go to this stuff because of these things, right? No, but I with, think the parents all ultimately have the, the, the say. I agree. I agree with that. But from what I'm hearing other places is, no, the parents shouldn't be able to say they can't go to these drag shows because this is good for society or, you know, there's nothing going on there. No, no that's the, I, I, Any of I, that I, stuff that can influence your kids, the parents should have a say-so. The parents yes. should absolutely 100% absolutely agree with you, Chris. In everything. And, and, you can't, like, and, and, force and, and, somebody and, to go to a drag show or a drag book reading. 
And, and my and my question is, if why since you're you're certain that I'm not going to be approving of one of these things, why do you automatically think I'm going to be, be approving of the other? Well, because if you if you disapprove of one, you're a bigot, and that's it. Mm-hmm. End of story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I think the you know the bottom line is we need to um, when we see these flashy headlines and these. Um, very emotional newscasters or whatever, we need to educate ourselves and not because we have to understand that the media, we need media literacy because media wants clicks. They want viewers and they're going to over-dramatize everything. Just, just, it, just like I was explaining before the left, I, I know the right does it too, but with the left, with the, with the transgender, with, with, with all of that, and then the right demonizing the, the drag shows and stuff. We have to not take everything at face value. We have to understand, but especially because it's so important to me, especially when it affects our children. Right. But we also need to keep our eyes open and watch out for those things that may be the outlier mm-hmm. and pay attention and call it out as we see it. A hundred percent. The same thing is, oh, well, all the teachers have everything what's best uh, in, in mind for our kids. That may be the case most of the time, but it's not the case all of the time. Keep your eyes out. Watch out for what's best for your kids. And ultimately, that's the parent's decision. That's not that's, anyone yeah. else's. And yeah. trust your gut when your, ch- when your child tells you something about school. Right. If a teacher's a little off or a kid's a little off, you got to trust your gut. Yeah. Now let's so, talk about uh, gun control. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> shall not be infringed. Abortion. Pe- no, no, no. We don't do that here. Are, are we? Are we at where you were expecting us to be? As soon as you said family-friendly drag shows, what do you mean? Because did we just tangent three, four, five different ways from whenever you posed the question to begin with? Family. F- I don't understand. You, are we as a group? You the one where oh, you expected us to be with this conversation? Yes. Okay. Do you yeah. ha- do you have extra thoughts? Yeah. No, no, talk, 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 talk. Well, the, well, the question is, if we're, well, here's the thing. What gets me on family friendly, if you're talking about a drag show, at some point in time, you, I, I understand that, that there's not going to be anything derogatory about any of that, but it also depends on, I guess you could say it might depend on the age and everything too, because there is a certain amount of, I guess you could say, confusion that you might expect. You mean like confusion for the kids? Like, so it's yeah. also the parents' responsibility to say, hey, this is a drag show. These are men dressed up as women. It's like Halloween, but these guys do it for a living. Right. I understand that, yeah. but I mean, at, by the same token, if they are, th- there's a difference between anybody doing their own presentation at whichever other standard business and everything. But if you're expecting the parents to be involved in what they're exposed to and everything, then why would people be so upset about it if they're not wanting some of them to show up to do readings at libraries and things like that. I I think people are upset about it because they don't understand it. People fear what they don't understand. I don't, I think that a lot of, 
a lot of people have never even been to a drag show. They only know what they've seen or heard on TV. And yeah. uh, they don't know. Uh, maybe reference the birdcage. Everybody go watch the birdcage. If that is true, I'll ask the question to you a different way. Why do you expect somebody to send their kids to something that they don't understand? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For the that, welfare of my kids. That's what I'm saying. The media is doing. Right. They're they're over demonizing it when they don't even know what's going on. But they could go to all of these concerts that are, you know, like uh, Rusty or, or Chris said uh, that they are so sexual in nature when mm-hmm. the family friendly drag show isn't. Yeah, but just because one thing is better or worse than the other, what's that got to do with the first subject you're talking about? Hmm. I'm just saying, educate yourself. Not okay. you personally. I'm I'm talking to everybody. Like hey, you, Kenzie. <laughs> like know know what platform you're standing on. Like Rusty's platform that he's building. Know what pl- know what platform you're standing on. Um, before you paint picture into this, paint a picture of people into this like this bad group, like they are evil and they are they're uh, like ugh, MTG, like they're all child molesters and they're all gay. Like not all drag queens are homosexuals, by the way. Right, but then you have the pendulum swinging either direction again because as soon as somebody speaks out about something then automatically they're the hater on everything, too. But, I mean, we've, we've already seen it in several different directions. I mean, everybody needs to calm down to a certain point all the way around. Exactly. And that and that's why I was trying to make your case about the pendulum. The, the way it swings in one way or another, it's um, it gets over overused not overused what's the word i'm trying overcorrected anyway does it whatever <laughs> we're not gonna fix sometimes gonna it gets overused oh it's just uh let's let's uh let's throw out uh cancercarebags.com yes. uh it's a great little uh service that uh, a personal friend of mine shelly has started which uh, gives personalized care bags to cancer patients going through uh, chemo and uh, I'm so glad she has a website. That's wonderful. Yes, yes. cancercarebags.com. You can also find her on Facebook, Cancer Care Bags by Shelly, with the EY. You can see there's there's some testimonials in there, and uh, these are bags made for cancer patients, free of charge. Uh, it's just getting somebody to fill out all the information because each one is personalized for the individual, and uh, it's it's a it's a great cause and you know if Absolutely. you want to go throw five bucks at them that would be great that would help them because they work entirely off donations and uh, you don't have to throw money you can get to their Amazon wish list and send them stuff yep. from the Amazon wish list but uh, yeah that's cancercarebags.com cancercarebags.com off track syndicate bitches. So, at the top of the next hour, we are going to lighten things up a bit and play our blank game. Uh, and we're going to have a, a normal, regular 10-digit phone number to call in this week. Oh, normal. Right. I thought you were describing a person. 
this one up here. Um, that's that's nobody in here. Uh, to give us a call to uh, play along, and and who do we have uh, joining us uh, on our panel, Kinsey? On our panel, whenever we uh, get ready to start the next hour, we should have TechRu Kick Everything Twenty Twenty Four. Your your competition, Rusty, oh, and 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 guy. we will we will also have a case of the Klopp. Kloppenborg is supposed to be over here and here with us. And uh, uh, Lord Reverend Professor, you also have uh, Reverend Competition as well, because Brian Jackson, the bearded pastor, should be over here with us as well on the Black Gale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you're going to have to bring your A game here, and you're going to, you might want to go ahead and get that thing waxed a little bit there before the game starts. Rusty looks really good tonight. He got all dressed up and. I did. He's all so, coiffed. For those coiffed. listening, our Wait. phone number to call in right now, 256-926-2390 to play our game. We need two callers to call in to play our game at the top of the next hour. 256-926-2390. Don't miss out. This is your chance. the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-0. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jason Walker. Israeli warplanes and artillery striking targets in Syria earlier today. Later, Jewish and Muslim tensions continued to climb. BBC correspondent Yolanda Nell reports from Jerusalem. Israeli forces say their warplanes have attacked Syrian military targets with reports of explosions near Damascus. No damage was reported after missiles were earlier fired towards Israeli-controlled territory. In recent days, Israel's also come under fire from southern Lebanon and the Gaza Strip, prompting it to retaliate against Palestinian militants. Through the day, thousands of locals and international visitors are expected to head to Jerusalem's holy sites as the religious holidays of Passover, Easter and Ramadan coincide. Investigators still looking for now for answers in the shooting deaths of two Wisconsin police officers. They were gunned down during a traffic stop. The motorist was also killed in the gun battle. Also at townhall.com, President Biden will be traveling to the United Kingdom and Ireland in the coming week. A preview now from White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The overseas trip will help mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Accord, a U.S. brokered agreement that helped end decades of deadly sectarian violence in Northern Ireland. Mr. Biden will first visit Belfast, Northern Ireland, which is part of the U.K., before traveling to the Republic of Ireland, where he will celebrate deep historic ties between the U.S. and that country. It will be the president's first visit to both countries since taking office. Greg Clugston, Washington. Authorities in Ukraine say weekend shelling by Russian forces, killing at least seven civilians. Russia continues to concentrate on Ukraine's industrial east of the northeast, also was shelled today. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
This is an important reminder. Don't miss this week's exciting shows with Erskine right here. We've got some very special guests and revealing topics this weekend. So make a note, mark your calendar, text yourself. Join me here for Erskine this weekend. You'll hate yourself Monday if you miss us. I'll bet you've noticed there are food shortages happening just about everywhere. If you think it'll get worse before it gets better, don't get caught unprepared to feed your family. Prepare with Mojo50.com. All right, Timmy the pilot, Don the deli owner said, I think that customer is shoplifting. There's a blank hanging out of his pants. A can of spotted dick. Damn it. <laughs> Are you freaking serious? It's a, Come on. It's a deli. They don't it's sell a spotted dick in a oh, deli. No. And that's only in England. There. Oh, that's oh. what he's got. Oh. And <laughs> he's got. Never mind. Wow. That, mm, that's terrible. All right, Mel. What did, what did you have? Salami. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean. Uh, and, Good day. <laughs> I'm Italian. Salami. Nice to say me. The obvious answer is salami. Thank you. Thank you, Knight. Right? How many cans of anything have you seen at a deli? <laughs> the Off-Track Syndicate, Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mojo 50. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. on it, Chris. Stop that. <laughs> I'm copying you, Rusty. Chris, all I got to say is... I'm not milking those. Those things are huge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're all funny. All right. Um, I guess we can just start... Ooh, I messed up here. We oh, got what? scholars for like the first time ever ready to go, so uh, I guess we got to do the show opener. It's the blank game, and uh, I am your host, Lord Reverend Professor Rusty J. Lugnuts, and uh, tonight we have, as our special guest on the panel, Tecru. I am Rodolfo, Tecru's cabana boy, champagne, Uh, mimosa, foot massage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe we should put Rodolfo's uh, name over here on the uh, display there so we don't keep on calling him by the name on the display. 
Whatever. It's tech Rue. Um, <laughs> the bearded, the bearded pastor. Yes, Mister Brian Jackson, and uh, the one, uh, the only, the Klopp. And dang it, I missed my thing. A, a, a rodent and three bottling beards. The bearded brothers rule. I'm just saying, the bearded brothers rule. That's right. Um, <clears throat> Of course, I can't grow mine like y'all. That's an impressive goatee, Klopp. There's pills for that, Rusty. Are there pills for that? <laughs> getting you to grow yours like mine. They've got pills for everything. Haven't you figured that Speaking out? Speaking of yet? penises. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking of penises, you already introduced me. Look, uh, just... I take a look at my enormous <laughs> penis. Oh, my gosh. And then I had to raise my mask. He stuck it in my mouth. <laughs> okay. That's right there. That's the. Good grief. Okay. The moral of the story, do not give us Viagra. We'll just get taller. <laughs> I've heard that curls your beard, too. But <clears throat> not that I know. All right, so let's see. Miss um, uh, Kathy was the first to call in. So our callers that haven't been announced yet are oh, Kathy sorry, and the Berg yeah. and Mr. Grumpy Stack. Well, it's it's actually Kathy and the Berg and uh, Mr. Art, the uh, the awesome husband, yeah. the better half to Miss Kathy and the Berg. Ooh, um, thank you. Oh, no, those no. sound like fighting words. <laughs> kidding, uh, kidding. Uh, and then, and then, Mister Grumpy Stack, uh, calling in from Louisiana. He's down there in the bayous and stuff. Uh, okay, so we'll get to our first question, and I had it right there. It is okay, Rudy. Has given up being a pickpocket. Instead of picking your pocket, now Rudy picks your blank. Rudy has given up being a pickpocket. Instead of picking your pocket, now Rudy picks your blank. Okay, Miss Kathy. Yeah. Rudy has given up. Oh, where'd it go? Rudy has given up. There it is. She said. No. Dang it. I lost it. I think I remember it. Rudy has given up picking your pocket. And he he now picks your blank. But. But. <laughs> Wait, what? I. I. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I, I, uh, that's mm. very personal. If you ask me. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty personal. Mm. And, uh, just, uh, close to the pocket. Well, uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, Knights, did you, uh, did you pick a butt? I didn't pick a butt. No, no. I, I kind of jokingly wanted to say picks your blank game question for you since Rusty has such a hard time, but I said, wow. No. 
knows, right? That's what I was. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Kenzie, did you pick? Well, a- well, it depends on the judges, because uh-huh. I did say ass crack. I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna. It's close. It's close. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, Rodolfo the Cabana Boy. Champagne, mimosa, foot massage. The nose. Yep, the nose. That nose. Bearded pastor. (laughs) I just went with brain. Picture brain. Hey, look, staying on the. I I like it, but no. and the clop, who we never know what could possibly say at any point in time. You ever pick your feet in Poughkeepsie? I think that was a French Connection line. That's yeah. way, 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 way before you my ever, time. But you ever seen a grown man naked? Uh, uh, never ever, Only once, but I wasn't happy about it. You, ever you like gl- prison? Yeah. You like gladiator movies? Sometimes <laughs> those foot massages get intense. Yeah. But stop pretending you're not a freak. Well, okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah the right answer. All right, but all right. Look, uh, you know, you got one. That's good. That's good, Kathy. Yep. All right. Uh, holy crap! I can't believe I lost it where that was. I swear it was right there, but I don't know. Something happened. Um. All right. Uh. uh Jim said. Uh, my dentist must be nearsighted. How nearsighted is he? <laughs> he not, not, not yet, Klopp. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. My dentist must be nearsighted. He just tried to blank my nose. Jim said, my dentist must be nearsighted. He just tried to blank my nose. Everybody done writing? Oh, we're waiting for. Oh, oh, I was supposed to start. Waited for the bearded pastor. Oh, I'm ready. I what? No, I just, I just went. Ding, you know. Oh, 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 gotcha. All right, Klopp's done. I can't tell what Rodolfo the Cabana boy is doing. Nobody knows. He's taking his eyes. Anything? There's. I don't know. All right. I don't think Grumpy. he even knows. Grumpy. Uh, yeah. He, I'm going to go with the obvious, and it's probably not obvious, but I'll, I'll say pick. He just tried to pick my nose. See, we got we got a theme going on here, and it's not on purpose. It really isn't. But uh, I I I like it. I like. What is the What do you think, audience? Do you think he did good? The audience? I don't know. The audience is not kind of tough room. I, they're yeah, they're tough. Knights, you say me. Uh, I thought pick was a bit too on the nose, so I went with drill. <laughs> oh. oh, that's a good one. <laughs> but unfortunately, Amtrak. Well, I did not go with pick. I went with drill. Oh, oh wow. Uh, Rodolfo, I'm going to say he said kick. What do you? What did you say? Dental pick. Dental. I. That's a good. 
There you go. You got the word in there. It'll do, pig. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, bearded wonder. <laughs> I got drill. Drill. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I even got that womp, womp, womp. Extract a what? A wisdom tooth? What? Extract a wisdom tooth from the nose. That's some talent. (laughs) He must have thought you were a boxer. Those wisdom teeth are difficult sometimes. I no kidding. Holy cow! It's a close game, one to one. It's uh, that's crazy. Where are we on time? So let's go. Plenty of chat with our. uh, with our um, uh, panelists up here, uh, Rodolfo, uh, you're. It looks like. Are you in a? Are you in a hotel room? Or are you at home? I, no, I am in a hotel room. I'm traveling light. That's uh, why Tech Crew couldn't make it. Oh. So uh, yes, I am uh, down in uh, somewhere around Oklahoma City. Yeah. Where, so where Tech Crew was last month when he was hit by a tornado immediately following this program. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. So, uh, what you're saying is you're very uneasy about the show tonight. I see. Rodolfo is expendable. Rodolfo is expendable. <laughs> um, so, uh, Tech or uh, Rodolfo, I hope I can get you to join uh, my platform for I am running uh, in opposition to uh, kick everything twenty whatever <laughs> Tech Rue that guy. Um, I, I cannot find a TechRoo shirt here. It should be in my luggage no, at some no. point. Kick all the things. Yeah, no, that's a no. He's a he's a terrible, terrible dude. You need to, you know, the lug nuts. You need to follow Kick everything. Uh, uh, Seriously, even a rusty president would be an improvement. I mean, yes. Oh, yes. To fix America, yes, we'll need some lug nuts. Absolutely. Just America and, again. You know, I hear I hear that, you know, Tech Can Roo I be your running around. mate? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> that Tech Roo guy goes around uh, kicking children and stuff. Yeah. And he's he, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So, we'll you know. We'll be electing yeah. beards, huh? Uh, yeah. Hey, beards are the way of the future. I bet Jim. Uh, oh yeah, beards are magical. Just ask the ladies; they'll tell you. Uh, Brian, you got uh, potassium iodide for everybody. <laughs> no, no, that's no. Effect uh, in radiation. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> what do you have going on, uh, Brian? You got anything new going on? You? Uh... No, nothing yet, man. We just uh, living the dream here down. What, what is this uh, cigar thing that you're doing? So I am working with a potentially working with a ministry out of Nicaragua, and they roll their own cigars. Mm-hmm. Nicaragua. They're called Charles Spurgeon cigars, and they have got some of the coolest things you've ever seen, boxes wise. So they're talking about wanting to bring some cigars into the area, and it's uh it's a just kind of looking for some sponsors and stuff like that. So could be pretty cool. Wow, that's interesting. How'd you fall on that deal? Uh, just some guys I hang out with as they're, they're part of one of the, one of the connections that they have through the ministry team. So, uh, this ministry down in Nicaragua, they use the cigars to fund their ministry and their missions and stuff like that. And, uh, they get some hand carved boxes that are just absolutely incredible looking. So, so they're, wow. they're profiting off of this sinful tobacco product. Uh, sure. We'll go that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, 
you know, I know you may not know this, but uh, we have a we have a cigar um, uh, sponsor, which is PirateCigar.com. PirateCigar.com. Um, they got some pretty good stuff over there, and uh, what I hear, you, you know, they uh, they have all kinds of um, uh, what is it? Imp- not implant. They have cutters, cigars, cigars but also cutters. <laughs> There, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. All of them. All come of on, them. professor. Come on. Use the big words. I know. It's, <laughs> sometimes they escape me. Um, it's okay. So, yeah, um, I implore everybody to go check out piratecigar.com, and uh, you can uh, you can get. There's a promo if you use off track in her in her promo code off track. You get something. I'm. I've got to get back uh, with Miss Jen Torres as, as to exactly what it is because I was probably drunk when she was telling me about it. Um, but wow, oh, oh, tell me it isn't true. I know it seems out of character, but it it happens. Uh, it it does. So, I'm it's, sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> it's out of character, really. So yeah, piratecigar.com. Please check it out. Piratecigar.com. Off track syndicate. Man, talk Klopp. about some kind of love from the preacher. Yeah, uh, the clop. What do you? Yes, sir. Man, are you? Uh, you got any projects going on? You uh, movie star? Are you? Nope. I'm currently on a hiatus right now, enjoying my life in the palatial hills of Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the palatial hills of Iowa. The, yes, my palatial, my palatial manor. Uh, you know. Casa de Klopp, so. Yeah. Iowa has hills? Somebody would say that uh, if you ironed out the hills of Iowa, we might be bigger than Texas. But hmm, Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I've been following you. Uh, you've been putting up some little pictures. Of you. How many dogs do you have? How many of them little dogs? You got like five? Officially three, but when, oh. uh, when my brother's when my brother's dogs are here, there's five. So Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, I yeah the little dogs we got we got three well we got two little ones and a and a little bit bigger one but ah yes the little animals you gotta you gotta love them they're like kids you know kind of sort of except you, you don't have to dress them day? or brush their teeth or anything so they eat sleep and poop yes and give yeah, love but but kids don't love. listen as well yes back well, to the game shortly stop it. I'm trying, <laughs> trying not to, you know, have nothing to do at the end. Okay, so, so we're, one time we have people call in before the segment, I know, but we would have been done, and then we'd have had nothing to do. So, I, okay, we're getting uh-huh. back to uh, getting back. <laughs> All right, um, you should have been you taking this time to pick a question, Rusty. I got it right here. Uh, all right, uh, Miss Kathy in the Berg, here's your question. Yep. Uh. Bob okay. s- Bob said, oh, "Crap, no, wait, I'm sorry." Alfred Hello said, "Did he?" Oh, Alfred! <laughs> Alfred just invented a talking scale. Oh boy! His 300 pound wife steps on it. It yells blank. Alfred just invented a talking scale. When his 300 pound wife gets on it, it yells blank and stuff.
right. Everybody, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Alfred just invented a talking scale. When his 300-pound wife gets on it, it yells blank. Kathy. Uh, help. Help? <laughs> I like it. What is the, what is the point? I, the audience likes it now. I don't know. Sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes they're not. Uh, Night to say so th- this is this is perfect. I not only wrote it down, but I have a, a sound clip to go with it. All right. Okay. I didn't say help. I said that's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's terrible, terrible. Not uh, me saying it. It's the scale. Yeah, okay. Okay. Out there. That uh, makes it better. It does. It's a digital scale. It is now saying entering livestock mode. What? I just took a drink and pulled it <laughs> It's not me, it's the scale, okay? Yeah, yeah, there you go, yeah, yeah, it's the scale. Uh Rodolfo. Ouch. That's oh, dang it. What the oh, I, she had such a good answer. I don't know why none of you have it. Uh bearded pastor. Uh, I did one at a time, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good, but... Uh, clop. Guy's wife was so fat. How, How fat was she? she? When she sat around the house, she sat around the house. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What's your answer? She was so fat. She sat on a quarter and squeezed a bugger out of George Washington's nose. <laughs> That's what the scale said. Wow. I'm starting that to feel attacked suddenly. I'm I'm sorry. I just um <laughs> stepped on scale. She was so fast she stepped on scale and said to be continued. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, I, can't, I can't believe all of y'all got the wrong. Answer. I thought I thought help was uh was a good answer. That's Helps a great answer. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, let's see. The here we go. The book publisher said, "Grumpy, this is you." The book pu- publisher said, "I'm book setting." Publisher? Oh, I think I read this one before, but whatever. We're going with it. Book publisher said, "I'm setting out to publish the shortest book ever." Its title is "The Wit and Wisdom of Blank." The book publisher said, I'm setting out to publish the shortest book ever. It's titled The Wit and Wisdom of Blank. Dang it. Keep your answer. Okay, um, put, book publisher said, I'm setting out to publish the shortest book ever. It's titled The Wit and Wisdom of Blank. What say you, Grumpy? Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I like it. Well, I love it. <laughs> the audience really, really likes that answer. Uh, 
I do too. And uh, hey to Gene and Cougar and Wisconsin Jackhole. And that's all I see new over there. But hello, y'all. Uh, all right. Uh, Night you say me. So Joe Biden was a good answer, but that book would be even longer than the wit and wisdom of husbands. Uh, I'm speaking from experience. Uh, no, no, that's wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Uh, well, if you think that one's a wrong answer, then you're not going to like this one. What? Okay. The the what was it? The wit and wisdom of what? Of yeah, blank. The wit and wisdom of blank. <laughs> Reverend <laughs> Professor Rusty <laughs> J. Lugnuts. I'm sorry, that was pretty funny. You no, know, all right. So Kinsey is minus three points. My, just by himself, minus three points all by himself. Uh, Rodolfo. <laughs> hey, I'm setting him. a new record. Joe Biden. <laughs> audience likes it but dang that was a good one um okay for the listeners it was kamala harris was his answer uh yeah pastor what'd you got i got boom joe biden, joe biden. Yes. yeah wow <laughs> all right uh the clop Sir, what did you have? Well, maybe the wit part of Joe Biden, uh, but the wisdom, I could probably understand. But combine the two, the wit uh-huh. and wisdom. Yeah. Shortest book ever, the wit and wisdom of Bitterfjorder. The Fu- <laughs> Hitler. Uh, that's a- uh, I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> Oh yeah, he was my. Well, it looks like uh, it looks like Grumpy has pulled it out again. You accused him of pulling it out. <laughs> yeah, Kathy was robbed. Um, and we got another game coming up, folks. Give us a call two five six nine two six twenty three ninety. Guys, for joining us. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to mypillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code Mojo50 for incredible savings. You know, I feel like we've had this conversation before about this very subject, about the world being kind of wackadoodle, and about the fact that you should have, you know, your go bag ready with your medications and your paperwork and all that other stuff, but that you should also have a backup food supply, you know, just in case people get stupid and start buying up toilet paper. Well, that's what preparewithmojo50.com is all about. It's a readiness website. It's your ticket to food freedom should the food freaks strike at the grocery store again. I know it sounds crazy, but it's very likely that we could have more shortages on more food items, uh, not only in this country, but around the world. And wouldn't it be nice to know that you have a little pad, a little insurance sitting right there in the closet? You know, whether it's a two-week supply or a three-month supply, whatever it is, you're ready for whatever the cray-cray throws. Go to preparewithmojo50.com and see what they have to offer. Preparewithmojo50.com. 
Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 800-709-4395. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. So while we're still waiting for our two callers for our uh, our game this last half hour, uh, I, I want to thank all of our Patreon subscribers. Yes. We have some, some new ones here this week. Those people that went to patreon.com slash gang and yes. to support us with the show, allowing us to do fun things like this and, you, and, and getting the word out on the Yes, uh, you, can, you can help support me. I live in a shack in the woods and it doesn't sometimes support sometimes i no, it doesn't know it supports everything to make this show keep us going and uh tech Roo, uh if he was here i'd say thank you because he's he's a he's a supporter and uh yes there are several timothy ratliff barbara d um yeah so and you know i mean if you can, that's great. If not, look, click the like button, click the subscribe button, go sure. over to Rumble. You know, you can go over there and click the like button over there. That'll help us out. You know, get us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Grumpy lives in a van down by the river. I hear you, brother. Ooh, um, ooh, ooh, ooh! I got a, I got a message from te- from our, our uh, Patreon tech crew. Oh, okay. Greetings, this is Misunderstood Subculture Correspondent Tech Roo, and I'd rather be drinking beer than listening to the Off-Track Syndicate. That's my lovable boss. (laughs) That reason, I'm throwing my support behind Rusty J. Lugnuts for president. I was going to say, does he (laughs) drink Bud Light? What? Mmm... Mm, no, oh, uh, little Dillamovani going on there. Scott. Actually, he makes his own. Yeah, Techru's better than that. He makes his own. Um, yes. Timothy, you are right. You could buy a T-shirt or swag, whatever, from the website, which is shop.offtracksyndicate sh- dot com. Techru twenty twenty four dot com. No, shop.offtracksyndicate <laughs> dot com. I've got coffee mugs, or he's got coffee mugs. Yeah, I've got. I mean, no, that, that was a Freudian slip right there. <laughs> yeah, 
We, you know, our coffee. Hoodies. Tech Roo has hoodies. Identity theft is not a laughing matter there, Kangaroo. <laughs> Tech Roo has herpes. What? Hundreds of families. That's what I heard. Something every year. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah, that collar he's trying to to hide is a flea and tick collar. Don't let him fool you. Oh yeah, definitely. Tech Roo has fleas. There's no doubt. You don't want a present. fake news. He's got a pouch and he's got fleas. Don't let him lie to you, folks. He's Ooh, got the best feet to massage. Kangaroo's big feet. He's a transgender kangaroo, and really, do we want that as our president? It's a transpecies kangaroo. Yes, it's, yeah. it's terrible. So, 256-926-2390. Mm-hmm. Give us a call, play our game. Right now, we're looking for two callers to get yeah, us to shut have, up. we got to have two different callers. Uh, and start so, answering questions. Yeah, and start answering questions. So, I guess we'll go to um, on this day in history, uh, which is important. On this day, 1865, the Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia, Robert E. Lee surrendered his Confederate Army to Grant, the Union General Grant, in the parlor of Wilmer McLean's home. So there's that. A lot of, a lot of big stuff. Um, the first, in 1967, the first Boeing 737 was rolled out for use and stuff. Uh, ooh. In 83, the Space Shuttle Challenger concluded its first flight. Little did they know what uh, five years later. Was Little it did they know that its lifetime would be challenging. Yeah. Uh, too soon. Too, too soon. soon? Yeah, that's, that's what Wait, wait. There, does this make up for it? Oh. <laughs> I'm too young. No, no, no. Um <laughs> Uh, let's you see. can't bring it up and then claim youth ignorance. <laughs> What's the famous last words of any astronaut? Anytime. Uh, in 81. I've been accused of being a boomer, but all male kangaroos are boomers. Uh, in, in, in 81, the U.S. submarine <laughs> George Washington struck and sunk a small Japanese uh, freighter in the East China Sea, the Nisho Maru. Uh, and which uh, led to the captain and the first mate of that uh, freighter dying. Uh, Wait, I've heard of that. Is is that the one that that Captain Kirk cheated on? Yeah, that's what I was Nisho thinking. Maru. Yeah, the Nishan Maru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overachi Maru. Thank you. I'm waiting. I was. I didn't want to wait and see how many others didn't get it. Yeah, it, it was. Here's the joke, and then here's Rusty. And it... I, yeah. I didn't hear it. I was busy looking up. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so today is National Name Yourself, among many national days, National Name Yourself Day. Uh, it's a day to celebrate reinvention by trying a new name. Uh, a study shows person doesn't a, go by their own name. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, studies show there's a link between someone's name and their personalities, which they don't know that. I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't, I've met I mean, a lot of uh, I've, I've met a lot of Kinsey's that I didn't like. Yeah, well, there's yeah, that too. Yeah, all of them. Show, yeah, name <laughs> two. Show me two others. Show yeah. me two others. <laughs> 
Native Americans held names in high regard, and certain tribes conducted naming ceremonies. Uh, names were often chosen based on features of the baby, such as, ooh, ugly kid, or <laughs> chief, you know, whatever, big nose, such as gender, uh, yeah, gender and birth position. The, the name changed with adulthood, as they often used uh, events in their lives or uh, would it would also be chosen to mark accomplishments uh, attached to personal and sacred meanings. Puritans named their children after idealistic concepts, like uh, in the 17th century, Puritan names like, and this, is, this would be a hell of a name to teach a kid, Steadfast on High. Mm, okay. That was a name. Uh, obedience, prudence. I have I have heard I've prudence. Heard prudence. Uh, temperance. Weren't uh, I got the, I got I got the perfect name for you, Rusty. This was done in hopes would take they would take on the meaning of their name to become upstanding citizens. By the middle twentieth century, the rise of movie stars brought about American society to reflect on what they watched. Babies were named after famous actors and actresses, actresses Audrey, Betty, Charlie, Clark, Carrie. Names became less about ideals and more about attraction of the celebrity. Kinsey, you got a name for Rusty? Yeah, yeah, I got a name for Rusty. Oh, Pure boy. awesome. No. Nobody likes to suck up. Come on. I, no, no, no. <laughs> no. The check is in the mail. Yeah, okay. So Rusty may I eat ass, but kissing ass not not your thing. Uh Kinsey, I have a better one. It's breaking oh. wind. Breaking that, wind. That was Rusty's <laughs> past life Native American name. Breaking I, I, wind. I agree. You know what? It probably was. You're right. Now, today is also Easter. It celebrates Jesus Christ's resurrection from the dead and the triumph of good over evil. Well, hallelujah. Where's the good over evil now? Because it seems like evil is taking over, okay? I saw Jesus today. He was walking across the Ohio University campus. No, that That was Jesus. Yeah, and he was, yeah, probably dealing meth. Okay, so, Rusty, I'm going to get a little deep here. Uh, to address your question of where where is all the good now, uh, evil's taken over, all that kind of stuff. I, t- I look at it this way, and I was going to bring this up with my hell story. But if you think about, uh, okay, how bad things seem right now, how much worse would they be without God in our lives, without Christ in our lives, taking a lot of that burden off of our shoulders? Had it not be for, for uh, God there taking all of that off of our shoulders, all of it would be bad. All of it would be evil, and it would all be on us. And right. without Christ being raised from the dead, it would be that. But it's not. And if you think that's about it, that's what we talked about on the breakdown this this uh, yesterday morning, because we talked about the word common grace. Well, preach it. Yeah. Oh, so, calling in, so, might the, well. so the very fact that the just and the unjust can wake up and breathe. That's common grace. The very fact that you're alive is common grace. And it's shed on everybody, good, bad, and different. I believe that's what, uh, that's what Knights is saying. <clears throat> there you go. And without that, we would all be hurting. Uh, Wouldn't so- that be more along the line of common mercy? Nope. 
No, we we receive the grace from God. Everybody yep. receives grace from God. Carly, Carly Sagan, call in. Call the number you see right over there above Naitu Saini. Call that number, Carly Sagan. And who else can I pick? I'm calling you out. Uh, Scott Morris, call that freaking number right there. Come on. Here's Where Rusty. Squirrel. Squirrel. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, Scott Morris and Carly Sagan. Call in. What, are you scared? I mean, really? Come on. Calling you out by name. Mm. Come on, we're hey. only going to have time for a couple of questions. So, I mean, and it's that's assuming Rusty's on his A game. <laughs> hey, Rusty, you got a cat flying behind you there, just so you know. Well, uh, well yeah. I mean, yes, I know. But I thought the whole everything could be worse part would be universal mercy, wouldn't it? Because didn't mercy us not getting what we deserve? Uh, who says you're not going to get what you deserve? Right. Ultimately. <laughs> well, 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 well the, the, the whole, the whole somebody else being my complete sacrifice and, and taking my sin should be uh, uh, the most prime example of not getting what I deserve. No, here's here's the thing. It's not said that he's taking all of all of your sins. Uh, responsibility off of you. No, he took original sin off of you. All of your sins, yeah, you're going to pay for eventually. Come on, Carly. Call the damn number. Um, well, that just makes me, y'all are saying this, uh, uh, make, makes me think of the quote, um, bow down before the one you serve. You're, you're going, going to, to get what, what you deserve. deserve. I'm just saying, you know, there's that. I, I, I don't think so. No, that's not... Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to get what I deserve. You probably will. And some people are just alive because I'm too pretty for prison. <laughs> well, that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, my dad was telling me the other day that, you know, back when he was when he was growing up, you know, you could you could have two dollars in your pocket and go in the grocery store and get bacon and eggs and a loaf of bread. But, you know, anymore, there's just too many cameras, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who do we got here? Let's see. We have a caller. Caller, state your name. Where are you calling from? Uh, East Peoria, Illinois. Scott Morris. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. All right. Um, so we just need a. Uh, we just need. Come on. We got 15 minutes left, people. Let's let's get somebody uh, get somebody in here to uh, to play. So come on, Carly. So You're while we're waiting for another person to call, we've got mm -hmm. seven people here. Would we like to do and and an, am I the asshole? Do we do we care to do sure, one of those? I'll just say wait. you're the asshole. While we're waiting. Come on, Carly. All right. So here we're lead into it. Hey, before we begin here, Rusty, can I be your security? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, this starts out when I drive, and this is a forty-year-old man. I set my speedometer at three miles an hour over, and that's it. On the freeway, the limit is sixty. I'm going sixty-three, forty-three, and a forty, and you can imagine how it goes from there. 
basically drives that exact same all the time. I don't think there's a problem with driving the limit or within three, and I don't care what lane I'm in. Uh, if traffic dictates I'm in the left lane, guess what? I'm going three over. I don't change if a car comes up behind me. Uh, yes, you're an asshole. wants to know, am I an asshole for never changing my speed regardless of what lane I'm in or if there yes. are people behind me? Yes, he most definitely is. He needs to be uh, pulled off the next exit, pulled out of his car, and beat profusely about the head and neck. Yes. They do not speed up. They do not slow down. It's not his responsibility to prevent you from going fast, nor is it his responsibility to get out of your way as, uh, so you can. But you can already say that he's technically breaking the rules anyway, going three over, period. Whatever. So, he needs to get out uh, of the Let's let's give you that five-mile-per-hour buffer. Well, and that's all dependent on, on the on the cop. officer. Yeah. Um, and it also depends on how many tickets they've written that month yet. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy, Kathy and the Berg, have Art call in to get somebody in here. Come on, Art. Damn yes, it. I will agree with this. This person is an asshole. Be courteous to the other people around you. If you're in the left lane, in a two lane, well, I mean, if it's a two lane, there's going to be a left and a right. Well, But, uh, yeah, uh, pay attention. If you're impeding traffic one way or another, you're an asshole. But... Traffic is already supposed to be set at a limit. And he's saying if it dictates it to where he's in the left lane, if it dictates it, he's not camping out there. Um, Barbara D. No, call. Yeah, call in Barbara. So I was on the phone. No, another blank game. Yes, blank game, Miss Barbara. We're, yep, we're waiting for another call. I, you know, I'm trying to get somebody that hasn't called in, but, you know, if nobody's going to call in. See, there's a there's a difference between an asshole and somebody you just don't like, and this just happens to be somebody you don't like. I don't know this person. I'm saying if you're impeding traffic, one way or another, or if you're if you're camped out at 63 and a 60 and it's raining or snowing outside, you're an asshole. You you have to gauge if it's your raining or snowing outside. You should be going less than because the weather conditions dictate. Exactly. I'm saying the conditions of the road, and that includes the condition of traffic, should determine what your speed is going to be. So, yes, I'm saying this is asshole. I think there's common courtesy no matter how you stack it. Here we go. I believe this is Miss Barbara. Let's see. Who do we got here? Is this Miss Barbara calling in from New York? Yes, it is. Yay, Miss Barbara. Yay. All right, we got to get started. We got to get started. We're going to gonna run out of time here. I, I just want to know one question quick before we start. Yes, ma'am. I just want to know, if I lose again, can I get some more pictures of Kinsey? <laughs> you, you didn't get enough already. <laughs> she wants some more. And uh, I've heard those pictures are available on his OnlyFans, but I'm not sure. <laughs> wow! Actually, it's uh, it's Kinsey, Brian. so it's only that's Kinsey. it. That's it, Brian. I'm banning you from the account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so okay, Scott I Morris. Don't, I don't want to. I don't want to hold up the show. All no, right. no, Barbara, you're you're, you're going to play our game, right? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, here is Scott called in. So here <laughs> is Scott's question. Hi, Scott. Hi. 
All right. Uh, so eating at mom's diner is a strange experience. How strange, How strange is, is it? it? Uh, right after you finish eating dinner, mom makes you blank. Uh, hold your answer, Scott. Eating at mom's diner is a strange experience. Right after you finish eating dinner, mom makes you blank. Okay, everybody's done writing. All right, Scott, I'll read it. Eating at Mom's Diner is a strange experience. Right after you finish eating dinner, Mom makes you blank. Finish your vegetables. Right after you I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, audience, what do we think? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. Terrible. Anything could happen, I guess. Anything could happen. Uh, uh, Knights Husseini, what say you? Obviously, Mom makes you do dishes. That's what I was thinking. Mom makes you there do we dishes. Go. Uh, uh, Rodolfo. Yeah. I don't know how that got changed up. Mom makes you burp? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up? He said she, she burps you. Uh, well, okay. Uh, let's see. My order got changed. Whatever, don't matter. Klopp, what did you have? Eating at mom's is an experience, but uh, not nearly as good of experience as stepmom's. Yep, right. Ooh. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Stepmother. What's the whole? Doing? There's the whole Disney. You know, makes stepmom's evil. Uh, Pornhub uh, has a different idea. Mm, but anyway, anyway, mom makes you do the dishes. That's. I mean, good answer. Uh, but it's the. No, that's the. Uh, yeah. Kinsey. If she doesn't trust on how well you do the dishes, she'll probably make you brush your teeth before going uh, to bed. There you go. That's a that's a good one. But no, a bearded pastor. Wash the dishes. Wash the di See, that's what mine was. But oh, zero. Okay, so zero, and now we got to do Miss Barbara's. Um. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, at the restaurant, George's bowl of soup had so many flies in it. How many before, flies did it have? Uh, <laughs> before he ate the soup, he had to blanket. At the restaurant, George's bowl of soup <laughs> had so many flies in it. Before he ate the soup, he had to blanket. See some people are writing, and uh, all right, Miss Barbara. So let's let's think about this for a second. Uh, you're at a restaurant, and you get a bowl of soup, and you're really hungry. But there's so many flies in it. Before you can eat it, you got to do what to it? 
You gotta swat it. You gotta swat it. See, I, I like that. I like that. Uh, audience, what do you think? See, they like it. They like it. I don't, but I don't know this panel. Hmm. You don't know what they could. Uh, Night two, Saini, what do you got? All right. So, so SWAT was my my first. Actually, my first thought was uh, Grover. You know, Sesame Street Grover <laughs> with the waiter. There's a fly in my soup. You know. Yeah, yes. Yes. Um, but uh, sorry, Barbara. I said zap. You know. You gotta zap it. Zap it. Uh, uh, dang it, uh, uh, Rodolfo. You got to swat that soup, right? You got to swat. You got to strain it through his teeth. Mm. Uh, 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 that's oof, oof. Okay. There's that. Uh, Clop, what did you have? You had swat it, didn't you? Come on. You had What's the fly? What's the fly doing in the soup? Doing the backstroke. But no. That's right. Uh, take a can of raid to it. Yeah. <laughs> We do not recommend that. The Off-Track Syndicate does not recommend, recommend you yes. Raid. No, do not spray your soup with Raid, okay? Uh, the clock or- well, if I was the waiter, I would have added raisins to it. However, since this is the person eating the soup, uh, they would need to strain the soup. Strain it, yeah, yeah. Nope. Uh, bearded pastor. So I was going to go with strain it with a fly strip. Yeah. But I ended up going with Swatted. Yeah. Ding ding. Oh. Wow. One nothing. All right, we gotta hurry. We gotta hurry. This is a commanding um, lead in this game. It, right? Um and okay. the crowd goes so look at the two people playing. Yeah. Take that into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, Scott. Uh here is your question. The director said to the star. How did you get to be such a terrible actor? The star said, easy. I took lessons from blank. Uh, The director said to the star, how did you ever get to be such a terrible actor? The star said, easy. I took (laughs) lessons from blank. Strong call, Dan Dan. No! (laughs) That can't be an answer, so... Oh, that can't be? No, you got to hold, hold your, your answer. answer. You have to wait till we write our answer down before you say yours. Yeah. I so. figured y'all were setting me out or something. No. Good so. answer, John. Good yeah. answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you can't use that answer. That answer will not be accepted by anybody. So, or by me. Oh, I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have All to right. whoop Scott. All yeah. right, so yeah, you have an answer. What is your what is your answer, Scott? Question again, please. The director said to the star, "How did you get to be such a terrible actor?" The star said, "Easy, I took lessons from blank." From you. Okay. Yeah. From the director. From, from you. the director. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's uh, I. They kind of like that. I don't know if anybody else had that. Knights, what'd you have? Hurry. Obviously, for the benefit of our panelists, he got his acting lessons from Klopp. (laughs) (laughs) Rodolfo, what'd you have? We're going to run out of time. Rodolfo. That guy from the safety videos. (laughs) 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 Yes, Klopp. Okay. 
it was low hanging fruit, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now I feel less bad. <laughs> Your mom. I uh, thought of that too. Bearded yep. pastor. <laughs> all right so no points or wait whoa no there we go <laughs> no points there was no point but, uh so who that means we have a winner let's go yeah we have a winner we don't have time for another uh so that is miss uh barbara d yes yes yay yay, yay! Miss Barbara, thank you, Scott love you, Barbara, for Barbara. Yes, thank you, Scott, for calling. Thank you, Clop. You bet, man. And Pastor and the, that Cabana boy. We need to, yeah, kick everything. Kick the Cabana boy. What the? Uh, what the? Uh. Yes, we need a we need a rusty we need a lug nuts for president. That's uh we definitely do. Go to shop Buy a T-shirt, you know, help us out. We got some bills coming up this year that uh, we're going to have. Bridge2024.com. Enjoy the rest of your Easter. Or Zombie Jesus Day, whatever you call it. Whatever you call it. Zombie Jesus. Thank you, guys. Happy Easter. Have a great week. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.